Hello, and welcome to Soul Rise. I'm Lee Regan Smith, and I'm a teacher, documentary filmmaker, and writer living in Wyoming. Soul Rise is about ordinary people overcoming emotions, difficulty, adversity, or trauma to live extraordinary lives, and ultimately to inspire and teach the rest of us to do the same. Soul Rise came out of my love of books and films and stories based on real life, specifically people who seem to achieve the impossible. We all know someone who's transformed their trauma or their pain or hate and suffering into light, into love, into the ability to uplift others. Today, I'm speaking with Kathy Chandler. She's a mystical shaman, a medical intuitive, a Reiki master, an animal communicator, and she offers in-person and remote intuitive readings and healings. Kathy is guided by spirit, and I met her years ago when my border collie was dying of cancer. I was kind of desperate and not willing to accept that my dog of 14 years, my best friend, was going to die. I couldn't see myself living past my dog. I didn't know how I was going to do it. I brought my dog in, his name was Zeke, into Kathy's studio, and I asked her to communicate with my dog. And I guess I was also kind of looking for a miracle to somehow maybe save him. And Kathy got really quiet and tuned in. And she said, Zeke needs you to be strong. He needs you to tell him that he's a good dog. He can't leave until you tell him that you're going to be okay. Those words were hard to hear, but they really resonated with me. And knowing my dog Zeke, he was always looking out for me. And anyone who's had kind of a soul pet or a special connection with an animal, you know that there are teachers, that they're looking out for us. What Kathy told me on that day was exactly what I imagined Zeke would want to tell me. And I bucked up and I became the person my dog needed me to be. After the shock of the Capitol riots on January 6th, I thought about Kathy again. It had been years since I'd seen her. And I just felt this urge to connect with her. With all the suffering and the hate and the division going on and just the shock of what happened, I guess I just wanted to understand it more. And I wanted to talk to a teacher who maybe understood how we could look past our collective suffering to not only begin to heal, but also to explain how we could begin the steps to live with more compassion and understanding for others and to ultimately learn how to manifest greater love in our own lives. I just was really struck with the feeling that the happier we are internally and the more content and satisfied and fulfilled we are in our lives, then that automatically transcends out to everyone else. I've kind of experimented with manifestation in my own life. Sometimes it would work easily, sometimes not at all. And I realized that often I would get in my own way when I would want to accomplish or achieve something. You know Top Gun, the film from the 80s with Tom Cruise? I always think of whenever I'm getting emotionally gripped about something. He says a line in the film, 
I'm holding on too tight. I lost the edge. And this is when his buddy Goose dies in a plane crash and he's no longer able to fly. And I've kind of thought about that line a lot in my life when trying to manifest or create something in my life or to create more fulfillment and happiness in my life. I've realized that emotions and thoughts are often a block to achieving what we want to achieve. So I was excited to talk to Kathy more about how we could all overcome our blocks and to create more fulfilling and happier lives and ultimately become manifestors. Kathy, you're such a wonderful guest for my very first podcast because you tell us how we all have the power to overcome our thoughts and feelings and to be our best selves to be our happiest selves. I guess my first question is about creativity. A lot of people will say, I'm not creative, or I don't have the ability to create something. How are we creative, or how do we manifest? Creativity for me is seeing the beauty in all things, all things. Creativity, it keeps us connected to who we really are. When we are creative, we're more joyful. We're magnificent beings, manifesting beings. Then there's angels, which are phenomenal beings beyond belief. They protect us. They love us so much and we love them so much. And then there's what we would call, well, creators. There's not really like a man and a woman. It's not like that, but there are the energies of the feminine divine and the male divine. People say God, goddess, mother, father, whatever. Creators created us and made us manifestors not to have power over us, but because creation is a huge responsibility and we're so loved, they didn't want us to have it. They just wanted us to have joy. So this world is full of belief systems and abandonment, abuse, neglect, surrender, sacrifice, denial, fear, anger, loneliness, contempt, lack of self-worth, lack of self-love, control, manipulation, ego, greed, success, failure, death. That's enough. Every emotion and belief system that's not non-judgmental, unconditional love is a creation of this planet. So earth is college and those are the courses in college. We've come without memory and with the crew of eight, you have a guide that's always on your left, two angels on your right and five spirits behind you that are your counsel. So there your guide keeps you a manifesting being. Now they don't take on earthly emotions and we're looked at as such brave beings to be here. We've come to fix this place this time. It's not the experience of the emotions. So if we have them, we got to get rid of them. And that's a whole nother conversation. So they stay non-judgmental, unconditional loving beings. So your guide is incapable of judging if your thoughts are healthy, deadly, happy, sad, glad, mad. They just know the jack over here sneezed with this horrible virus. And you think to yourself, oh, great, I'm going to catch it. And they say, oh, she'd like to have it. I'll have her wake up with it in the morning. You see, and Corona is a perfect example of the fear factor, although you have to have awareness, but you can't be in the energy of fear because it's a low frequency and low frequencies attract low frequencies. Anything you give thought to good or bad, they're giving you. What they mean by living in the now is that every thought you have erases. So if you catch yourself in a negative thought, it has a polar opposite. Even if you don't believe in it, at least it gets rid of that one for now. For 35 years, I was reminding people of how to manifest by telling you how to Feel it, walk it, talk it, eat it. Don't let anything get in your way. In January, I just got kind of upset. I said, why doesn't this work for everybody? And it doesn't work for me all the time. And my guide says, well, it's because 
even though you're seeing it as a human, you're seeing it because in your mind, you don't have it. It tethers it to it. She goes, we could tell you the easy way. I have to admit, I kind of came unglued 35 years. And now you're telling me there's an easy way. I just couldn't believe it. She goes, here's what you do. And we're going to prove it works. And it's not easy. It, it sounds easy, but it's not. I'll explain what's not. She said, all I want you to do for 24 hours, whenever you have any thought that lowers your energy, which is usually worry or mad or sad or something like that. Instead, stop immediately and start thinking to yourself or saying, all my needs are met. Here's how it works. We came as a free agent down here. None of them can make you do anything. They can only serve you. They're servants, true servants to you. They can keep putting things in your path, hoping you'll say, hey, I think I should pay attention to this. You change the contract when you say all my needs are met. You're saying, you know what? I know you all know my mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual needs better than anyone. I'm going to get in the backseat and let you take over. Here's the hard part. You have to allow. If I say all my needs are met, I'm thinking about my car needing fixed, and I say all my needs are met. Then I run around going, where am I going to get the money? What am I going to do? I immediately said, oh, never mind. I'm going to take over. So you really have to sit back and allow. And pay attention to everything that comes to you because sometimes the cover is different than the book. That's your test. You're in college. Really look at Earth as college. Boy, there's a lot of frat boys out there right now, isn't there? Here's what we all need to do right now today. Love conquers all it does. There's a light and a dark energy on this planet. Right now, the dark is kind of empowering. And you know, I was raised very religious. I'm not religious at all. I don't believe in a man-made religion. My religion is love, kindness. I don't want somebody being the middleman. I want to be direct and I want everybody else to be direct. We got so distracted and so into all the offerings of this planet that we lost who we were. The only way we're going to survive is to be tribal. And we're going to have to do a whole lot of forgiveness here in the future. And we need to really have a lot of compassion. You know, as a psychic, I'm disappointed in myself that I didn't realize there was still so much hate and bias. I guess I liked that it was sleeping, but it's been given permission to arise and show itself we all have to stand beside and circle our people of color and we have to love each other. Because I see after Biden, there's a woman and when she comes in, the world starts its peace. So we got a little time that we got to start patching things up, but we need to unite. We need to quit calling names. Right now, we're going to prove if democracy works or not for the rest of the world and the world's relying on us. I sit here and I see myself so happy that our country's moving forward. Not how it is, not why it is, because then my way may not be the right way that I'm messing up the energy of fixing it. I'm handing it over to them. I'm just offering energy into the energy abundance to protect and let's move forward and let's find a way, you know, let's sit at the table and hear what you have to say. But we can't do that with people that come from hate. So right now, there's a few things I can offer people to get through this, the heart breath. So I'll just tell it in short is you, you find a quiet place, you close your eyes, you keep them closed the whole time, no matter what, because when your eyes are closed, you can go there. When you open them, you're back here again. So you put your hand on your heart because it just kind of helps you focus. And you take long, deep breaths, but normal, like, and just let them out and keep doing that until you feel a little shift in energy and you will. The next thing you do is think about something that makes you feel compassion. My first thought was my dogs. And I thought, oh, it should have been my kids. but <laughs> It was my dog. So I, I think about that. I'm smiling. I'm feeling that love and compassion. I'm breathing into my heart. I'll feel another little shift of energy. And it's not giant. And if it is, wow, God bless you. Now, this is a hard one. It can make you cry or whatever, especially if you're an empathist. But keep your eyes closed and do it. Now I tell myself, this compassion's for me. You just keep breathing and breathing. And you'll feel that shift again. 
Then your last one is you send this to every cell in your body. And I like to direct it. You know, I'm thinking to my head, my arms, my shoulders, et cetera. And you might feel little tingles and stuff here and there. Every cell that's full of compassion cannot have illness. It cannot have sadness. It cannot have depression. That's when you are your whole self. I want people to really get this all my needs are met work. Another one that's a good one is a visual. I just see myself pulling in and parking. I see it every time. There's always an ebb and flow. And so what happens is I come as somebody's leaving. I taught my grandson to do this and he's having a ball with it. (laughs) He's manifesting all kinds of things now. Kathy, can you explain this? I have found whenever I have a strong attachment to something, I'm not able to get it or to receive it. Like if I was to drive in a parking lot and be like, oh, I need this parking spot so bad. I wouldn't be able to find a parking spot. Yeah, because what's happening, it's a want. If you say I want, you're manifesting to want. If you say I need or think I need this, I need this, you're manifesting a need. So you will continue to need. You know, somebody said, why does God let people starve in Africa? Well, first of all, we came as a free agent. Second of all, that's all they know. That's all they think about. We've been raised to believe that we're limited and the poor get poor, the rich get richer. Oh, that's impossible. Impossible is the number one worst thing that happened to us. We believed it. I give gratitude. So what you do to get yourself there is put your guide to work and you can command them like a servant. It does not hurt their feelings. They do not have earthly emotions. They like you to be direct or give gratitude in advance. Thank you that I hear you today. I give gratitude that I believe. You can give gratitude to believe. So what is the exact wording you should use to manifest? Or is there exact wording that you should use? There is when I'm manifesting something, I might think about it. I just start saying, all my needs are met. All my needs are met. When you wake up before you open your eyes, don't. That's when you're so intensely connected. I give gratitude that only their words come from my mouth when I'm with someone. I give gratitude for energy. I say thank you in advance. And they're like, oh, she thinks she has this. Hurry and give it to her. If I say I want, she's going to say, no, no, don't give it to her. She wants. We've really got to really hone in on our vocabulary. And in order to really hear them, because I'm going to tell you how they speak to you the same way they do me. We're so busy. The best thing about COVID is it calmed people down. It was so fun to do energy work during COVID. You could just watch it dance. When we have our quiet time and people go, I don't have time, then sleep less and have your quiet time. No excuses. Your quiet time, that's when you're so connected to them. So how they speak to you, literally. Any and every thought you have that you even go, huh, or where'd that come from? Or why can't I get this off my mind? It's driving me crazy. Or a thought you have that we say you chew on, you converse with, or you argue with, are not your thoughts. You don't do that to every single thought you have. You don't think I have to go to the bathroom. Why would I think that? I don't know. Well, it might be a good idea, huh? You only do those things to things you read, hear, or see. So when you wake up in the morning, give gratitude, you catch yourself arguing with them. And the second you catch yourself doing one of those things, stop. And whatever that thought is that this is all about, do it. Even if it seems crazy to you, because even though you may have crazy thoughts, you don't think they are. So if it is, then it must not be yours. The more that you catch yourself and do that, the less that you'll argue and the more you'll be connected. And it is so much easier. Let me give a little example of manifesting with them or them speaking to me. I'm running late to my friend's wedding that I'm in and I'm thinking about my fastest way there. And I'm thinking, well, if I go straight ahead, I can make a left at the seventh light. It's 55 miles an hour. I'll make it. Just before the third light out of nowhere, I get a thought, make the next left. My next thought is, why would I do that? Who did I say that to? 
that alone, when you start paying attention, that alone should make me make the left. But I'm going to do what we're conditioned to do. I'm going to argue and analyze. Why would I do that? It's 40 miles an hour. Let's see, four more likes to go. I'm going to make it. Instead, I'm in a horrific accident. The next light, cut up my face, butt on the dress, break my legs, waiting for surgery, going, only I made that left. I hear people often say I should have gone with my first idea. Well, it wasn't yours and you should have gone with it. So when I'm in my bed in the morning, before I open my eyes, say, all my needs are being met. Thank you. Uh Uh-huh. Thank you for my perfect help. And let's do this. This has a lesson. Everything that happens, physical is always something that's emotionally stuffed or something. I always ask people, what don't you want to hear? What didn't you want to hear in your life? I had a lady that it was amazing. Her hearing was going, going. I said, well, when did it start? And she goes, about two years after I got married. I said, what don't you want to hear? And she says, well, I don't know. And I go, well, what didn't you want to hear then? She goes, oh, my husband, he just bitches about everything. I said, you got to let it go. We did some work and her hearing came back and blew my mind. I was totally shocked to myself. By giving gratitude for your perfect health, they know what you need for your perfect health. And then lesson learned or not, I release it. I am done with this lesson. Thank you very much. Your life isn't set in stone because you're in college. At any moment, you can change your belief system or who you are. What's set in gold is to have memory of your perfect, non-judgmental, unconditional self in a human body and make it work with all of these emotions and temptations. And How can people begin to tap in and believe in their own internal power? By really starting to give gratitude to their guides, even if they don't believe in it, giving gratitude you know, say, I need confidence. Thank you. Show me how to believe. Thank you. I'm grateful. I believe, but then paying attention to those little things that happen. Here's one thing that we all really need to understand. There is no such thing as an accident or a mistake. Everything is dot to dot in your life. You are here as an energetic being. If something's in your life, what did you do to attract it? Let's say we both have anger. And you're really mad at me today. And you come over and you say, you really made me mad. You, and I don't hear another word you say. I step into accountability. What did I do to attract this energy? Am I learning or teaching or both? Because I don't want to do this again. So as soon as you're done yelling, I'm going to calmly, because you're mad, say, oh, you know, girlfriend, I don't really experience anger anymore. I'd love to share it with you. But I am honored that you chose me to show you that you've got an issue with this subject. Do you want to talk about it? Or if I can, I'm going to get out of here and say, let me know if I can help because you're probably not going to want to talk about it. Ball's back in your court. I'm not accountable for anybody but me. If you say I hurt your feelings and I'm not trying to deliberately, I'm going to say, well, that wasn't my intent. Let's take a look at what this really is about. You know, these are courses in college. When you graduate from one, then you're a teacher. So you are always a teacher and a student on this planet. Always, always. It's a perfect opportunity to be the closest to spirit. It's so easy to feel them and talk to them and gain back your gifts. That's the first thing I'd be saying. I give gratitude. I remember who I am. Every day I give gratitude. I remember who I am. I'm ready to walk on water and walk through walls. I'm ready to fly. I give gratitude. I remember who I am. We know about one-tenth of our brain. Like I'm obsessed with the brain. I read everything I can. I'm taking a Harvard course on the brain anatomy. We know about one-tenth, that other nine-tenths is all of your abilities, all your knowledge, all your awareness. We believe in illness, so we have it. I'm told that we're going to migrate out of believing in that and out of death. I'm not sure if it's in my lifetime or not. That'd be glorious. But we're migrating out of it. We're realizing that more things that heal people are energetic things. You know, Kathy, if there's an issue health-related pertaining to me or someone that I love, 
I'll immediately go to worst case scenario. I'll immediately go down to the dark basement with cobwebs. That's kind of my metaphor for my negative thoughts. And most people do. I let myself watch the news for a little bit the other day. I just, I didn't sleep well. I thought, what the heck am I doing? You know, I've got to give more energy to seeing us at peace than to giving energy to those that are causing harm because that's giving them energy, even giving them thoughts, giving them energy. It's our belief system and our fear of things. I've had to really work at not going into paranoia with COVID. So one of the things I recommend to people, and if you can visualize it, visualize it. If not, just think it. That's all you got to do because you make it happen whether you're aware or not. For me, I'm a bubble freak. I'm always doing bubbles because it's cheap joy. So it kind of looks like a bubble to me with the colors like a bubble. But you just give gratitude that an orb of protection is put around you today. And say it like, you know, you know it, you mean it. This orb of protection is put around me. Thank you so much. All that of light may enter, all else return to cinder. If there's negativity coming, you're not doing anything wrong by saying no thank you and returning it, which means whatever they wish towards you might happen at there. That's none of our business. Once you start really doing it, because we're all beings of frequency, and if you allow yourself to feel that energy, like a lot of people that meditate and all, they're in that energy zone. You'll start to feel like there's so much negativity that maybe it's getting a little thin. Do it again. Give gratitude to command. I command my orb to be reinstated now. And it's okay to say that to your guy. They don't get their feelings hurt. They want directness. So using the words, I command work when manifesting. Absolutely. And be real careful what you command after that. Think about it. And then the harder part of that is to walk away and know that it's taken care of. Like Queen Elizabeth, she never doubts that anything she asks for or commands happens. Never. She's got servants like this. So be the queen. And know the minute you command it, then let it go. Let it go. Because if you don't let it go, then you're saying, oh, well, she wants to do it after all because she's thinking about it herself. That's the hard part. That's the hardest part of manifestation is allowing and letting go. Because we're taught, especially women, fix things, take care of things. Let's get her done, you know. But I got to tell you, when I get a man as a client in here and get him on board, they just fly. My clientele is probably 75% female. But those 25% of men that really get it and believe, Powerful, powerful. Kathy, how do you see our future? Well, we've got four years of a lot of mending to do. The next four years are going to be the decision of going into the light. But within four to five years, I see us coming to peace. I see medical things really rising high. And I do see, it's really weird, but I do see this COVID all of a sudden one day just kind of stop. You see these mutations that are happening and they're trying to figure out where people have traveled, but they haven't. And they're trying to say it was from the UK. That's not what my guide shows me. They are mutating within the people. This virus, it's ever changing. It's surviving. We're going to have more and more of them when we take more and more up of the land that was once belonged to wild animals and killing more wild animals and eating more meat. It's to stop us from doing that. Not everybody's meant to be a vegetarian, but not everybody's meant to eat meat. It has to do with your blood type and your origin, et cetera. We're meant to do things with respect. So we need to return to compassion, love, and healing. Kathy, your message is such a reminder for all of us that we are able to tap into our gratitude and our love for one another, even amongst our differences. You can't have fear and gratitude at the same time. It's a choice to be fearful or not. And I remind myself of that too. So I immediately replace it with, I'm grateful. I'm healthy. My kids are healthy. My grandkids are. I'd love to see them, but I can't. But they're healthy. You can come up with positives no matter what you got going on. There's got to be something positive somewhere. 
And that's what you focus on. And then it kind of grows. You start seeing other things that are positive with it. So the more that we can do that, the better off we are. And people that want to fight and argue with us, just say, you know what? God bless you. That's great. I'm out of here. Or I might say to someone, you know what? We have really different opinions, but that's okay. Let's not talk about this. You are the writer, the producer, and the actor in your life. No one else is accountable but you. No one can hurt you. You can let them hurt you. No one can make you mad. You can choose to be mad. It's scientifically proven that only for the first 90 seconds of any emotion, you have no control. After that, you consciously or subconsciously normally choose to stay in it or move on. When we choose to stay in it, it's because that's what we've been conditioned to do. We've been taught to do. We've been shown to do. You can take two four-year-olds, watch them get in a fight. Set your watch. Before 90 seconds, it's over. They're playing again and have no idea what fight you're talking about because they haven't been taught to blame each other, be mad at each other, or have judgment. They haven't been taught that yet. They haven't watched it enough yet. Kathy, you're such a wonderful teacher. How can people reach you, Kathy? What is your website? It's sacredmessagesjh.com. I'm grateful so many will benefit from this. It's been an honor to speak with you today. Well, thank you for your wisdom. And thank you very much for being my first Soul Rise guest. Soul Rise is a bi-weekly podcast available for streaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and my website, soulcreativemedia.com. I'll be talking with people from all walks of life, athletes, healers, scientists, therapists, and mostly normal people who've overcome the odds or overcome adversity or past trauma to go on to live extraordinary lives. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, we all have the power to transform ourselves and our lives.